slap the stand. <laughs> was it you, Carly? It was not. It was me. actually just you. <laughs> you know what? No, I, I don't. I'm, I'm good at conducting. I don't hurt myself every time. <laughs> How hard is it for a boy to fit a one-liner in this podcast? Not. You know what? I'm the conductor of Rod the Rod Squad, uh, the internet's her greatest precious Twilight. All right. My precious. My uh, my envy of other related podcasts came through. Twilight Rod Squad, the internet's freshest Twilight Zone podcast, in which six yeah, college students, brilliant minds, take you oh, through really? Wait, big so old juicy five minds. brilliant minds in Medflight. Actually, one brilliant mind. That's you, Carly. Lucky. I kind of really is Wait, a beautiful. I'm just mind. I'm just <laughs> the expanding brain beam. I'm all six panels myself. <laughs> uh, we're back. We're taking you through the cult classic hit television show, The Twilight Zone. As always, I'm your host, Ben, joined by my lovely, and we totally didn't record this halfway through the episode, co-hosts... Ashley. Jamie. Tabitha. Jeff. Kiss Demon. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, man. You heard. Early, early... Was it early 2000s? Kiss Demon? Yeah, Kiss the Demon. Demon of Kiss. From Kiss to Sun. Didn't last very long. Why is this... Why haven't we played as him? Well, he's not he's exactly not, a legend. He's not exactly in WWE <laughs> games. Oh. He's not really a legend or anything, so... He's, he's a bitch. He's a bit of crap. Yeah, gonna remake Kiss in the next game. I came up with that. Oh, yeah. right. I Did came you? up with that. That and the mustache man. We're retiring a bit, and I feel has gone quite stale. Good. That has gone 19 episodes too long. <laughs> the joke of the week. We're we're a comedy family show. We're always throwing out bits. We're seeing what sticks. This one's not. But it made it through four seasons, so, you know, not too shabby. I don't count season three as was it just one episode? It was, it was three episodes. It was one episode. Four or five like that didn't actual make it up. episode and then the one with you and him. Yeah, two episodes. It was like a break. A long extended break. Is our wrestling episode up yet? No. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's just the one that we recorded last time is up. It'll be up eventually. So never. Eventually. <laughs> yeah. so. so it'll go the way of hang the DJ. So, how's everyone's week going? It was going great. It was going great? Until I got a sunburn on my head on Saturday. Oh, Papa, no. That's what I forgot to do. Sorry. No, I have a towel I need to wash, like, urgently, and I just need to... Oh, me too. I just threw mine on the floor today because they smell bad, and I don't have time to do laundry yet. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Brandon Delp, who got very intoxicated two weeks ago and called our good friend Tabitha by my phone. <laughs> just what a man. I don't remember what I was doing. I was out somewhere, I think, and I got a phone call. I think it was at a party or something. No, it was um, Josh's Oktoberfest. Like, my boyfriend works at a bar. He's a cook there. And they were having an Oktoberfest event. And Brandon Delp was volunteering and volunteering to drink mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah he was like in charge of like handling the beer and like so distributing taking sips <laughs> yeah nice so I got a phone call that weird night <laughs> it was a very weird night I was very confused and mm-hmm. he called you sober. he called my friend Mike I think 
like sent him pictures from the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, a little um, He called my friend. He called like a friend I hadn't talked to in four months and was like, "Hey, you know, like we should like maybe leave <laughs> together sometime." And then um, she like never responded back to me when I was like, "Hey, sorry." <laughs> Ooh. Big. Ooh. Oof. <clears throat> but yeah. Brandon Delp, if you're listening, I love you so much. Never change. Other than my podcast fiasco, I'm doing pretty good. I threw in another meme for Corey and Connor last week. It's a Simpsons meme. That was good. So yeah. Good it's uh, the one, two, three fake street bit. Everyone, everyone's a fan of that. That's well, Marge cuts off Homer's Homer's thumb, <laughs> and then she calls the police officer, and he's like, "I'm gonna arrest you for murder." Attempted murder. Attempted oh, murder. nice. And then he's like, "What's your address?" And she goes, "One, two, three, Fake Street." And then they show up to that address and arrest the guy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, a pretty, it's a pretty good bit. It's a great bit. Well, are we talking about like spooky things that happen? Either Is this or. Our segment? Either or. It's supposed to be our segment, yeah. Well, I was trying to find something spooky, and the only spooky thing that I did was last night I watched Ghost Adventures for the first time in two years. Oh, I love Ghost Adventures. It was so much fun. It's so fake. It's so fake. It's it's so over the top. (laughs) And I love that they're so macho about it. Like, they'll get scared, and then they're just like, bro. And it, like, makes it for me. Is is it that good? Like, is it that good? You want to watch it with me? Kind of. Can we watch it? It's so memes. You know what else we have to watch? What? Over the Garden Wall. Yeah. Once October hits. I have it on DVD. Okay. We should have a Rod Squad hangout. Because it's one of my favorite miniseries. I've never seen it before and want to see it and oh, it's so Yeah, I need to bring up Ella and Alexis too because they've never seen it either. Oh, yeah, you should. It was amazing. There's someone else I wanted to watch that with. I'm trying to make everyone Do you have any spooky bits? I have a kind of spooky bit. Oh. Living in this apartment? Am I forgetting something? Yeah, you uh, are. Something everything. important. What's spooky about living here? Ben? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I live with Ben Blair! <laughs> well, we don't share a room anymore, so you only kind of, like, half live with me. It's just there a bathroom. That's yeah, it. Towel fiasco. Oh, I washed with Corey's towel because I thought it was my towel because both our towels are black. Question, have you guys ever seen New Girl? <laughs> There's an exact little bit where they do Oh. Which I didn't know can happen, so 
Oh, that's really bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was not moving on the way back. It was great. I would go foot all the way down to the floor, and it would go like two miles an hour. Oh my <laughs> god! You, it was great. What did you get home? Huh? How'd you get home? We drove. It just took long. Oh. It, it took it took long. Like it would take a while for it to accelerate, but once it started accelerating, it was fine. Yeah, because it's hitting the hole and. Yeah. That would yeah. make highways a nightmare. Oh, it was horrible. We had to take seventy eight there and back. Oh, it was great. Did you go for the Verrazano? No. That's the one where it goes from like six lanes and you pay like at. Um, oh no, we avoided toll oh, all the way down. You're perfect, man. It like yeah, it goes from like eight lanes to two. Yeah. yeah. Onto a bridge. Wow, I'm sure that's awesome. It makes me want to die every that single time. No, because we went Just we merch. went down Jeez. 78 through Newark and then we went into <coughs> city and then into New York City. My friend's doing. My, I was just talking to my friend about that today. He's going there on Friday to see BS or BTS. So. Big time rush. No, oh, that's BTR. In any case, I got a call this morning that my car's fixed, so now I just Yay! have to talk to my dad about getting it out here because my family's an hour and a half away, and that's where my car is. Oh, so that, that must have been expensive. Yeah. The exhaust? Well, it depends what type of exhaust she would get. Yeah. All I know is my car is fixed, and it's my dad, so it's, it's not my problem. <laughs> as long as it's not like. Cause I love working on cars. Secret talent of Ashley Jamel. Really? I should I ask you, do you want to work on my car? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Sorry. any tools anymore. Yeah, but I, I did a lot of... I used, to, I used to have... My first car was a, a lifted Jeep, and like I nice. did everything for that car. Good for you. But um, our, our exhaust did the same thing. and But my father was like, well, let's just put an, a cold air intake on it. And they're like thousands and yeah. thousands of dollars. Yeah. And then the car ended up, uh, the engine died. Nice. Yeah, it was cool. Too did much later, the engine died. But did you go to did you go to Sheets and Flex on those uh, those those redneck boys? Oh, I wanted to so bad. <laughs> they would have loved your Jeep, dude. They would have loved. They would have died for me, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a woman. <laughs> what tarnation is this? A woman driving? Well, Speaking sorry. of women, sorry, all our fans in the south. Uh, all two of them. <laughs> all two. Of them. Our show almost has a thousand downloads. That's nice. We are like ten away from nine hundred, maybe. Maybe it's like forty. <laughs> we are close to nine hundred, and you know what nine hundred is close to? A thousand. One thousand. And speaking of thousands, you know what you can never get enough of, even if it's a, in a thousand quantities of a thousand. Bad joke for the week was done. Dating tips. That is bad joke for the week. It's being it's being moved into a different. <laughs> So so you're just gonna just make any joke and it's your bad joke. <laughs> that was kind of all. Oh, I get it. You're being a jerk. Yeah. yeah, it all comes full circle. Uh, anyway, this week we're covering the season five phenomena from Agnes with love. I'm dying. It's okay. One of the worst Twilight Zone episodes ever. Mm. Consistently ranked as one of the worst. Wow. A lot of people hate this episode. Hmm. I don't know why. I need to know before we get into this. So, Rain's McGrew is supposed to be funny, right? Yeah. Was, it was a comedy episode, yes. is what you're asking. Was this, this was supposed to be funny. This was also a comedy I episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude. Same. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> we have, All right. We have no problems. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. We good. Move on. I'm just excited about my favorite part of the episode. <laughs> More on that later. Later. <laughs> but for now, Mr. Serling, take us in. 
James Dolwood, master programmer, in charge of Mark 502-741, commonly known as Agnes, the world's most advanced electronic computer. Machines are made by men for man's benefit and progress. But when man ceases to control the products of his ingenuity and imagination, he not only risks losing the benefit, but he takes a long and unpredictable step into the Twilight Zone. We open this episode up with the one, the only, the James Elwood, who was called... James Ellsworth? I knew you were... Stop! <laughs> you're killing Corey on his, like, connection no. of the week. That's not my spot. He is called in to replace a computer programmer named Fred when Fred proves unable to kind of fix a mechanical error in the one, the only, the leading lady, the powerful computer only known as Agnes. Does it? Does Agnes stand for anything? No. Oh, that would be cool. That's just a genius. That's just a sexy name for the sixties. Elephant syphilis. A giant. Those are all words. Yes, they are. A giant, entertaining, sensual. That's what he's talking about. A giant nerd, entertaining sexuality. A giant, neat, entertaining system. Agnes. Yeah, it's like neat. the tennis system. <laughs> the best system. Can I, like, splice something from It's Always Sunny? Yeah. Will I be able to find a bit of that show that isn't too rancid? Probably on YouTube. Well, if you just do Hulu, you can... Uh, you well, can I, like, oh. I don't think he swears when describing the tennis system. I could just... Yeah. You're, you can bleep it out. Just for our, like, meme of the week. Maybe that'll be, like, the weird insert of the week. Dennis? Yeah. Uh, here's... It's Always Sunny with the Dennis system. Shut up, D. Shut up. Now, the first step to any erotic conquest is to D. Demonstrate your value. In this most recent case, my subject was Kaylee, a cute pharmacist. I demonstrated my value to her by filling a prescription. I told her, it's for my grandmother. She's quite ill. Thus demonstrating my value as a loving grandson and an all-around great guy. Ooh. Now, let's move on. Once you've demonstrated your value, you are going to want to ask her out. Once you've asked her out, you move on to E. Engage physically. I personally try to engage the girl physically without ever going on the date, which to me is really just a waste of time and money. Corey, are you ready for our weird insert of the week later tonight? You have something planned? Do we? Oh! <laughs> After the episode, I've got you. Are you guys having sex? <laughs> Right. That's the joke, .jpg. Oh, okay. If you ever say .jpg again, we're not friends. You don't say .jpg? Okay. <laughs> I thought everybody says .jpg. Really? <laughs> what do you say? .jpg? Sorry, baby. I prefer .rar files. <laughs> I, 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 I prefer PDFs, actually. You guys say .gif or GIF. It's yeah. GIF. It's, really GIF. Yeah. it's not yeah. Jaffix. It's GIF. It's GIF. It's That's GIF. the peanut butter, then. Literally. No, GIF is You want to say GIF, I'll give you GIF. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> is it GIF or GIF? It's GIF. GIF. It's well, actually, GIF. actually, technically. Here's GIF. That says GIF, dude. <laughs> that says okay. GIF. So it's actually, according to the creator, it's GIF. But that doesn't make any sense because it's graphic info something or graphic something something. Yeah. Except the guy who created the first it. First word is graphic and he's wrong. 
Okay, alright, back to the episode. Yes. Give me one more chance. <laughs> please, please, please just sit him down. Move his feet. Just sit him down. Someone lost the seat. Just sit him down. Elwood. I'm doing this podcast alone. David. Fixes the problem, and uh, all really... he does is flip the switch. Yeah, but that's fixing it. And super stoked. He's a man. Of course, he knows what to do. He's a man's man. He's a man's man. He's a man's man. He doesn't have a chalupa brain. He does not, in fact, have a chalupa brain. I hate all of you. Like, I'm angry now. That should have started our podcast out. Sixties nerd co-worker Millie. Elwood is using Agnes to solve uh, computer progress so problems. They're, they're well, they're trying to get to Venus. Yeah, and she can calculate. I have I have a big think theory to talk about you guys in my Venus discussion. About I get the it. They're going to plot. Venus because Venus is the planet of love. Well, it's it's also oh, girls are from or, wait, men are from Venus. No, no. girls are from Mars. Venus. Wait, no, girls are from Mars. men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Yeah. No, it's because men are from Jupiter because they get, get more stupid. Why wouldn't it be men are from Venus because they have penis? Boys are from Mars, girls are from Venus, I've got a yum yum. And you've got a penis. Whoa. What is happening? Everyone's talking about Bob's burgers. Alright, anyway. Uh yeah, there's this like weird subplot where they're trying to get a concentric orbits around Venus and then get back in, so uh, he's they're like, Agnes. They would die if they would get onto Venus. Yeah. Just, just, it's like, good enough. The pressure's too much. I don't, oh, no, I don't no, think it's an actual person. I think it's just a probe. It was still yeah. a fan. Oh, how do I get the fan? It was the 60s. Like, yeah, we just need to orbit Venus. Yeah, like that. They're just orbiting Venus. They're just going oh. around it a couple times. Because we've been 
they were talking. They were not just, in the sixties, dude. They just wanted to. We were there for like ten minutes until the probe was crushed. Because they they just want to make sure that the probe can go around this and come back and stop it. Uh, yeah, so he's like, Agnes, how can we make this work? And then Agnes is like, I would like to talk about your love life instead. Did you turn it off? Yeah, I did. It's kind of taking that. Oh, okay. Uh, Are we going to wait till the fan comes off? That's fine. Okay. Sorry for the fan, everybody. Our apartment's just cool like that. <laughs> hey. Hey. That's so funny. Elwood is not exactly, you know, gung-ho with talking about his personal life with Agnes. He doesn't want to talk about Millie. Uh, a la the Portal series, he eventually gives him. Agnes gives him advice on the date, and it doesn't go exactly as planned. Here's how the date goes. Interpretation here is that Einstein's theory of relativity does not postulate the universe as infinite, but as a closed system of a spherical type. Millie? Here I am, Jim. Sorry. Did you get that? <laughs> Well, Millie, I can't read this chapter to you without proper lighting. So, yeah, the date's a mess. All is he this... wants to do is read about Einstein. She's like, no, let's dance and get drunk. And then he's just like... And he's like, but I thought we were going to compare notes on this <laughs> physics thing. And I'm like, boy. And then they try dancing and he spills champagne all over her. And she's like, screw you, I'm going home. This is like 1960s era Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Oh my god! Whoa! That's some big thing to buzzing up. <laughs> the day after, Agnes asks about his date and suggests he makes up uh, up with Millie by getting her roses. Well, here's the thing. Doesn't he, like, ask her, like... He's trying to ask her, like, these scientific questions. She's like, bruh, how yeah, was the date? Like, how was the date? And he was just yeah, like, no, we're not going to well, talk about that. At what that. point does he ask... Agnes for the advice. I don't think because he, she keeps bringing it up, and he's yeah, like, he keeps you know what, fine, up and he's like, yeah, what, well, what do you suggest I do? Gotcha, because I have in my notes, like this one line is, he tries to okay Google. <laughs> just, okay, just, Google. Just like, ha, huh, what if he like, like, what if that would be so funny? And then he actually did, and um, just I, in all caps, he does okay Google. Frick. Frick. <laughs> Yeah, because he's just, he's trying to, you know, actually do his work, and Agnes is just like, so how about last night? How about Millie? What happened? And he's just like, everything was fine, don't talk about it. And yeah. she was just like, boy, you're lying. He's so like, yeah, I know. So, uh, he asks her if roses will be a good idea, if she'll like them, and then, because I want to I wanna intrigue Corey and Connor's sick little jokes. She kind of, Agnes has a great little pop-up screen. She only speaks through, like, little pop-up screens. Kind of like, a, you know, your stereotypical supercomputer of the 60s. And it says, all girls the same. Thought detected. <laughs> <laughs> is that your computer voice, too? Is it supposed to be a screen, or is it supposed to be, like, paper? It's, it's a screen, screen but it's like, it's, but those aren't like screens. Yeah, those aren't screens. <laughs> no. Well, I don't think it's like a screen in the traditional no. sense, but it's like a literal glass no. screen, and there's yeah, but the letters aren't like uh, it just doesn't look. Well, yeah. but there's one scene though right. where like she, they try to make it look like her. She's making her letters get bigger, so I feel like it's kind of a computer screen. Yeah, it could be. But I think it's like a computer screen of the '60s. Cause like that, it's a garbage one. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, 
Elwood actually gets another date with Millie, even though Millie turns out to be severely allergic to the roses. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna always swung that. It was actually kind of impressive. I also he spilled champagne on her and then almost killed her with the roses, so like... Yeah. But all the while, he's been kind of attracting the attention of this random girl walking down the hallway. <laughs> Who is apparently thick. She's like, do I oh, look like a real She is thick. so thick. Oh, she is. Whoa. Thick. Like, like three C's. Six C's. <laughs> but she, I think it was six. So I she, that's she like a four fine. thickness. She had like a nice hour. She just had... She just she had, was fine. That's yeah. all I have to say about that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not gonna go anywhere. I think that's just a ha ha hee hee Ron tried to throw in. Yeah, I think the joke was like she was more attractive than Millie, and he just kind of yeah. wasn't doting on her at all. Um, yeah, so he kind of freaks out and is like, "Agnes, I really need your advice on this. How how should I?" How should I proceed? And Agnes basically tells him, oh, find a beta male cuck and <laughs> get introduced to I mean, yeah, she did. That's, exactly, that's literally her advice. She says, find a beta male cuck. Yeah, she's going to Actually, her advice was to kill. I was going to say an inferior male. That's what I was going for. But then he has a paper towel or something. She says, he, but instead of a beta male, he finds a she he finds no, 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 a no, 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 wait, James just spit on her. So I was suggested suggested who this quote unquote oh, beta male cock is going to be. Right, and it's like, this, oh, this, this guy with all the muscles and the tan and the really nice red sports car, and I'm just Blue like, it's actually a sports car. <laughs> and then and then he's like, yeah, that's a good idea. He falls for it. Let's uh let's listen to how this date plays out. Uh, the when he brings that beta male cup, Chad Walter over. His no, 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 they go to his place. Oh yeah, yeah right, right, right. He was yeah, just they like, yeah, they're going to come over before, before dinner for drinks. And... Let's see how let's see how things go over when they ride up to his crib. Come in, come in, Walter. This is Millie. Millie, this is Walter. Oh, you didn't tell me Millie has the most incredible eyes. Would you know it, Tabitha was right. He gets totally blocked out by Walter, and Walter is just kind of like, sorry, well, Millie buddy. Millie has the prettiest eyes, and Millie's just like, oh gosh, you're hot. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, his, apparently his uh, superior intellect wasn't enough. Walter, or not Walter, excuse me. Uh, yeah, Elwood gets like a call, emergency call from work. And he's like, well, Millie, I gotta bring you home. And then Walter's like, oh, don't worry about it. She'll stay over here tonight. I'll, t- I'll take her out to dinner. Yeah. We don't want to ruin her. Yeah, you don't want to ruin her night. So, uh, finding himself on incelforum.net. <laughs> no, finding himself on fortune. Finding himself on fortune. Uh, back at work, uh, Agnes again refuses to perform the proper measurements needed. And instead is like, you know, Millie's gross. She's got, you know... She's got women parts. She, you know, you, she's capable of love. You should definitely date me instead. That's not, well, no, <clears throat> that's not really. She was just kind of putting Millie down. She was like, just forget about Millie. There's somebody better. And, and he's like, who? <laughs> I actually thought the scene was kind of creepy when it just kept repeating like me on the screen yeah. and had all the bells and whistles. I kind of got a little creeped out. I would have peed and then left. <laughs> he would have peed. But he walks out of the door before it says. Before and this is like me. No, that was before. That was, that was yeah. in the other scene. 
Because oh. she earlier she says like there's a girl that a- actually really loves you, mm-hmm. and then that's when he goes to tell uh, Millie about meeting with the beta male. The beta male. <laughs> it sounds like the fish. Oh yeah. You're and right. and then she's like me. Yeah, you're um, right. Yeah, Agnes starts producing only gibberish answers and other oh, languages. Oh, haywire. Well, she, it's weird that she only speaks Russian. Yeah, I, I thought that was that's weird. That's part of my, like, deep net Conspiracy secret plot. Theory. Yeah, I actually, yeah. The Russians actually hacked into Agnes. Alex and they're Jones? just messing with everybody. It really bothered me that it wasn't the Russian alphabet that bothered me a lot. Yeah, it wasn't traditional. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. American. It bothered me a lot. English lettering. American alphabet. <laughs> the Western <laughs> alphabet. Because it's the, East, the Eastern alphabet. Or the Greek alphabet. That's yeah. what it is. Cyrillic. Whatever it was, yeah, it wasn't works. accurate, and we're mad about it. Elwood kind of loses his mind, um, kind of freaks out about what being human really means, and, you know, the computer, he's like, the computer can't love, you can't hate or love, you're just a computer. And he pretty much has a total mental breakdown, and <laughs> either gets fired or sent to the loony bin, which... Like, oh, it's the same thing happened with the other guy at the beginning of the episode. Right. And then Walter comes in and take over with Agnes, and Jim is just like, uh, you can't handle her. Yeah, so let's let this episode play out in the final moment. Why do you hate me? Makes sense. Stop speaking in riddles. You mean you were jealous of Millie? You wanted me all to yourself? No, that's impossible. I'm going crazy. <laughs> it's just a machine. It ends with Elwood taking his nameplate off the door. Giving that to that thick old lady that keeps walking down the hall. And with that, Rod, take us out. Advice to all future male scientists. Be sure you understand the opposite sex. Especially if you intend being a computer expert. Otherwise, you may find yourself like poor Elwood. Defeated by a jealous machine. A most dangerous sort of female whose victims are forever banished to the Twilight Zone. All right, that takes up the plot. It's time to move on. General thoughts, your thoughts, but generalized. Let's you start mean your with thoughts, but generalized? Your thought detected, but generalized. Oof. Let's start with uh, the themes. I got four for us today. That's a Feel free to <laughs> add more in. First one is more of a discussion than a theme. It is incels. Internet's hidden horror. So this episode may be the first time an incel was ever on the television. Do we want to explain for the audience? Yeah, that would be Sure. <laughs> an incel, for those not as technologically savvy, no, and it need not be pretentious. An incel is, is short for involuntarily celibate. It's usually men, but can also be women who feel like they are owed sex, sex from from someone they're attracted to because they're nice or because they deserve it because of like their class or, or they're mostly it's their intelligence right, they feel that they're so smart that they don't everyone should be giving them yeah favors yeah they, they view themselves you. as like the einstein and it's like you're supposed to because i'm better than you it's often coupled with racism um i i go Sexism. on incel incel forums a lot just to kind of keep up with what those good old people are up to what's your username I don't have one. I've never made an account. <laughs> I actually have a girlfriend who I enjoy spending time with. It's often p- 
paired with racism, like they want to be more a lot of self hatred of white people. They want to be more. I've seen a lot like I would rather be. I'd rather be black, and a lot of self hatred of like Indian race too. A lot I, there's a lot of Indian men on that website that really don't like the way they look. It's also often coupled with uh, sexism. They don't think of women as equal to them. Yeah, I wonder they see why. Them as, like sex objects. Yeah. Well, that's the whole point of it is that they see women as sex objects. That's why yeah. they don't get that. Women parts. Yeah. <laughs> now, normally, <laughs> you might be going, oh, this is just a stupid community on the internet. Why do we take them seriously? A few years ago, there was a pretty big mass shooting, yeah, and the was perpetrator a... was a self-called incel and a very active member of the incel forums. He, and the um, girl said no to him, so he shot a bunch of people. And to this day, her. Yep. To this day, on the incel forums, a lot of people on there kind of think of him as a patron saint and talk a lot about how good of a man he was. He was like, yes. like a mortar. Yeah, so uh, you can probably connect other mass shootings to incel them too, if you really... Uh, Columbine's he, a bit shaky he, just with the history there, but... He's um, the strongest just because yeah. he was self-proclaimed and like this, he was doing this specifically because she said no. A I mean, of, there's, there's been a lot of murders and stuff like that. Oh, all the time. With the woman, like, yeah. it's really scary being, like female and like if you reject a guy there's a very good chance you could there was that kill girl you. like last month that said no to the dude and he went and killed her yeah yeah a lot of serial killers could be called incels um a lot of hatred towards women eventually leading to murder stemming either from abuse from their mom or just feeling inadequate impotence causes some serial killers but uh you know there's a group of guys that aren't that hardcore and are just you know dorks and then there are people that are actually nutso and also incels but uh I just think it's really interesting that this episode kind of has what we would call an incel today. And I just wanted you guys' opinions on that. Like, would we call him a hardcore incel? I wouldn't, I wouldn't even call him an incel at all. Like, he was just going on dates with Millie. No, I definitely would argue that he is an incel because he, like, he calls her a sex fiend. Yeah. And he kind of expects her. And he also... He also shames her. He slut shames. Can I remember how to say slut? Yes, that's fine. He slut shames her at one point too, when she's with Walter and after it's after he went back to talk to them and she's like dancing and stuff and he's like I can't believe she's even dancing like that. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I, thought, I thought I thought he said where did she learn to dance like that? Yeah, but still, but that's kinda, with the tone that he was using, it's, yeah. it's I mean, not I guess like so. it references impurity. Like she's not. Good well, yeah, that, at that time period, dancing, like, doing the twist like that was considered like. A and very, she was barefoot, so. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's I think it's just interesting. Like maybe it wasn't intentional, but he's like reading to her, and then he, oh, he becomes very agitated when they start like doing fun things that couples do, and I, I don't know. I feel like he's expecting a lot. What? I said we don't dance. Yeah, but we read to each other. I mean, <laughs> I, might have, I might have just read into this a different way, but like some of it was just. Some of it, I mean, there is definitely the part where he's like, well, where did she learn to dance like that? And that's just kind of, uh, but like, during the first date, it's like, to me, it just came across as like the, the nerd trope who like, who is like, oh, reading, reading physics notes together is a fun date. Who would want to, who would want to dance and drink champagne and stuff? I do think you're right. It's like a product of the time, coupled with how society has shifted today. Yeah. 
Unfortunately, it's how a lot of nerd media kind of goes on. Because he was supposed to kind of be looked at as like a dorky, relatable character. And just another kind of film that fits this is the 1980s movies, Revenge of the Nerds, which was a huge success. But one of the prominent scenes is that one of the nerds rapes uh, a, a woman that like kind of rejects him. And like that's the big revenge and it's like celebrated. And it's like a comedy movie, so that's really uncomfortable. it's interesting to see how society ebbs and flows with uh, cultural standards. Quick note on the Revenge of the Nerds bit. The actual scene is one of the nerds dresses up in a costume that she thinks her boyfriend is wearing and then has sex with her. So still, in my books, technically rape. Ashley right next to me. Would you agree if he's pretending to be someone else and kind of takes advantage of her? It's scummy, yeah. It's scummy. Uh, so I was wrong in the actual podcast. Still, the movie has not aged well. Like, that's not really something... That's not That's not something humorous. Uh, anyway, back to the show. Well, you know what they say. No, no I don't. don't. What do they say? Don't. We don't. live in a society. You know what? There's a lot of things you could have said that would have made me uncomfortable, but that was probably one of the better ones. All right, number two. Feminism in the Twilight Zone. Clearly, well, first of all, do we think it's in this episode? It's no. extremely lacking. No, I, I also not. It's, it's literally pitting, I mean... She's a computer, but it's literally pitting two female characters against each other. And one is seen solely as, like, a sex, like, partner. Yeah, like, she has like the same job object. as him, but she's never portrayed in the same way. Does she? I thought she was... She's a secretary. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's a secretary. secretary. Yeah, so... So she doesn't even have, like, yeah. And Agnes is, like, a fellow genius. But there. she's only interested in his love life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Women are just kind of, like, the... The butt of the jokes, I guess. Yeah. yeah, you have the whole scene with the more curvy woman, and she's just kind of like, do I look like I work out? Like, it's just not... Do I look like I'm on a diet? Yeah, like, yeah. it was just really... Uh, I just felt really objectified, like, watching it. And yeah, it I think... Kind of icky feeling. Yeah, and I think if you watch something, and you're a woman, and you feel objectified like that, like, that definitely shows it's not a feminist mm-hmm. viewpoint. Yeah, sorry, I just got an important text. Uh, do you guys think that um, the rest of the Twilight Zone so far, the episodes we've watched, will be argue it's it's feminist or not feminist for the time? No, because, a, I mean, like, a lot of them aren't really female-based, which or, would point in the direction of it not being feminist because there's really not a lot of female leads and stuff like that. And a lot of times, if there is a lead or, like, a supporting female, she's often portrayed as weak or having, like, stereotypical uh like hysteria and stuff yeah yeah do you think for the 50s this would be a feminist tv show just because not at all no it's just a regular tv show in the 50s like a real feminist tv show would be uh well i'm blanking on her name i dream of genie no no i know you're talking about like uh her name starts with an m the i think she recently passed away my, did she Aunt, Maya Angelou? No. No, did she Maya have her own TV Mary show? No, she was Hawk. Huh? <laughs> is it Mary Tyler Moore? Yes. Yeah, the Mary, Mary Tyler, Tyler Moore, Moore show was yeah. an awesome TV show back Yeah, because, I mean, like, that would be a feminist TV show because she did wear pants in the show and that wasn't a big thing. Like, she was one of the first. And it was actresses. a female run show. Yeah, that too. Like, that would be considered a feminist TV show. Yeah. So, Rod. Eh. Boo. He can be, but he's not for us, so. Yeah. Hopefully Jordan Peele will... Uh, I think so. 
Oh my god, did you guys watch the teaser that you put out? You put it's, a teaser out? Well, it's, just him, it's just him narrating the opening monologue. It's awesome. That's I'm really so cool. stoked. Oh, I'm Next excited. year, we're starting. We're starting. Oh. Sorry, we're oh. starting. <laughs> she bright. I just we're, got blinded. <laughs> we're starting new uh, new Twilight Zone reviews and starting next year. Very exciting. Oh, it's gonna be great. Is Peel the tall one or the short one? Uh, he's the, the short one. one. He's short the one that's. He did get yeah. out to Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I just I, I can never remember which. Yes. Yeah, the tall one, the short one. Rod at comedy. <laughs> Is it a yikes? This is theme number three. Rod Sterling at comedy. Ooh. Yikes! Or do you guys think he's a funny writer? I want to hear Corey's take on this because he found this episode funny. Oh, it was funny. I mean, it was like cringy funny, yeah. Well, Rod didn't actually write this one. But I think he did write Ransom McGrew. And that what was that? gold. Dude. Is there another gold. episode that we Black watched Leather that was comedy? Jackets. Black Leather Jack. I don't know if that was supposed to be comedy. I don't think that, that was, was hilarious. See, I don't really care if it was supposed to be funny. It was. It's funny now. Yeah, dude. Like, it was, if it's funny, it's funny. Like, was the um one with... I was going to say the one with the IRS. Like which one's that? Oh, the Hitler, the Hitler model. model. <laughs> the Hitler one. I think it's supposed to be kind of humorous, but mm-hmm. I think it's supposed to be lighthearted. I don't know if it's funny. I just don't. I think Rod's jokes fall really flat, and that's why they're funny. Like, yeah, it's, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like it's a yeah. failure at comedy that makes it funny. <laughs> but I don't know if I can objectively look at that as being good. Of course, I'm taught this. This is the same guy who gave Black Leather Jackets a ten. So, kind of talking out of my ass. Did you really? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I think with this one, what it lacks is, like, it has those awkward moments, but it's also very uncomfortable. Like, it's not, like, fun uncomfortable. It's like, yeah. oh, you shouldn't be portraying women like that. And that's oh, I'm more uncomfortable by how kind of creepy it is. With well, I, I, I thought just Agnes talking was just funny. Like, it was funny. <laughs> Like the, when, when, the beeping and the flashing of the yeah, lights. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, when, when she said, all girls the same, like, I chuckled. Like, it was funny. <laughs> She's was, actually just green text. Yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. Whenever she would get really mad, it would just like yeah. it would, like light up incessantly. And he's just like, no, 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 yeah, I'm sorry. And she's like, oh. <laughs> like that always creeped me out. I I I, I got kind of creeped out by that. She just spit out a lot of paper. <laughs> I liked when her text got bigger, but it was off center when it got bigger. I was like, yeah. oh. I I honestly I honestly liked the whole. I mean, I know it's that's the nerd cliche, but I think it was like it was kind of funny, and it would have been a lot funnier if it wasn't like something that's been established for years and years that he's just some that he's just some incompetent dude taking advice from a robot. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna, I I'm totally gonna win this girl over by taking her up with and showing her I'm better than the the guy with the muscles in the sports car. Do you think it would have been funnier in the 60s? Like, do you think if we yeah, had been so in the 60s? I think this would have fallen flat on its face in the 60s. Yeah. There's yeah. no irony. There's no... It's well, funny because okay. it's a product of the time. Some of it is funny. Like, when he's like, I thought we were going to compare notes. Like, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. But other parts, uh, you're right. But I mean, parts. those... Is, is all... is Does all humor somehow have to be ironic? Is the question. No. no. Some humor can be genuine. We watch bad movies because they suck. Yeah. And that's funny. This clearly is not a good episode from a traditional standard. Ooh. But that's my opinion. However, I think moments are funny because it's so bad yeah. that it appeal, it's appealing. Yeah, exactly. 
It's like rooting for the underdog. I just don't think that we have a a perspective on like on like being immersed in the '60s and what '60s comedy is like. That's that's because like of course this is going to be ironically funny in 2018 when everything that we do funny is ironic these days. And a lot of I think kind of building upon what you said, like a lot of things that they do in this episode are traditional to the 60s that like we don't do anymore and that's kind of what's funny too in a sense because clearly the big gag was that he kept putting stuff on that one chick's like pile when she walked See, through I, I, I thought that was really funny though. I, 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 I like her, funny her expression yeah, I was saying so I like her reaction to that happening because it was just kind of like a, a not again kind of face or it's like just, who is this guy that's <laughs> such like a that's, I just feel like that's such like a middle school kind of joke though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, yeah but I have I a middle school sense of humor I didn't think that was funny at all the like uh, lady walking down the hallway bit I don't know that just didn't get me at all. <laughs> I just imagine Rod looking over the script, like chuckling to himself. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh. You've done it again, sorry, You've done it again. <laughs> and my final theme of the night the Venus Project, the secret plot hiding in this episode. So here's my, like, big think theory. <laughs> big thing. So she, thing. she speaks at Rush, she speaks Russian at the end. And they're, they're like little mentions of, like, Oh, why is she speaking Russian? Which I think was just supposed to be a joke, but I'm going to roll with it. I think the Russians somehow found a way in and are causing all these scientists to lose their mind because humans, <laughs> because humans are trying to go to Venus because they are afraid of the end of the Earth. Well, and no, that's why they need there is a space race. Yeah. Space but the Russians would have just been, like, trying to, to enter them. But I don't... I, I didn't do much research, but do you... Did people, like... Did we try to go to Venus in the 60s? No. Well, then why would you put it in the episode? I mean, they they could have tried to do it, but never actually, like, accomplished it, because... I thought they were trying to do, like, a satellite. Wasn't this before the moon landing? Yeah. Yeah, So wouldn't this make more and more sense if it was trying to get to the moon? Well, the space race Unless it was a secret base on Venus. (laughs) Well, two things wrong with that. Um, the first being... Venus isn't habitable. Yeah, we would... You Unless would we live in the sky. Not for space bears. Space but bears come up there. They're not space, they're water bears. Water bears. Oh, I, no, oh, I was talking about the... So oh, cool. I love water I love bears. That. Tardigrades are cool. I was talking about the whitest kids you know sketch space bears in which <laughs> bears with AK-47s on the unicycle infiltrate the moon. But water bears are cool. <laughs> Whoa. Water bears are dope. Um... But the space race was, before we got to the moon, like, we were spending years already doing that research, and we're also, like, in the 60s, we're still in the, like, heat of the Cold War, ironically. And so, it would make sense, you know, to have this, like, space race going on, and I guess, I don't know why, I think he picked Venus just because this is a very, an episode about women, and Uh. Venus was the god of sexuality and, like, love, and she was female, and I think that's why he picked Venus. She was a Babe. Well, can we talk about Venus? Venus she, was a babe. Is she was a babe in Greek world. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, Venus is a little different because it's an old uh, Roman god, but then it's also absorbed after. Yeah. All I know is that that would have been a better episode than the one we got, in my opinion. I yes. Let's just that. actually go to space. Next episode, we're filming. We're space. we're we're in the SpaceX now. Wait, hold on. <laughs> me and me and the Connor need to do one thing really quick. 
outer space trapping. I was born on Venus. All these women are piling on my wall. <laughs> Saying come to work and help, yeah. especially when you're with if a beautiful woman. Yeah, no. 
See you tomorrow. If work ever texts me when I'm not working and says, can you come in, I go, no. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just like, don't work too That's too bad. <laughs> that sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> I love that meme. And that was the <laughs> oof <laughs> moment of the week. Who will get it next time? Well, I don't know, know yet. 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, moving on now to back to general thoughts. Your thoughts, but generalized. What do we think of the episode? Is it a yay? Is it a nay? Is it the fabled diddly butt kiss? Is a nay nay. I would agree that is I got nay nay. No. You got, got nay nay. Have you ever seen someone do a nay nay good? I've never seen anyone do a nay nay. So. <laughs> you never watched cilantro do a nay nay? Who is cilantro? He did the song, right? Is I mean, I've seen like. Oh, it's Salon- is it Salento? I have no His name is not Salon. I'm sorry, so it's cilantro. So <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what do we think of the episode? Let's start with overall plot. It was, was, <laughs> I thought it was funny. I liked it, I was amused. Literally, that's pretty much all I have to say. <laughs> it, was it was amusing and, and mildly entertaining. Yeah, it was not. I it was, was uncomfortable, I felt objectified, and I thought it was crude humor. Mm-hmm. I thought the cinematography was terrible. The cinematography was so boring. It was so boring. It was like... Okay. (laughs) To be fair, half of of that episode was just shots of the computer. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, but the computer was the only cool part. Are you raising your hand, Jamie? No. Okay, I can't tell. I thought the music was kind of cool. Especially, like, the music using, like, sound effects when she was, like, upset. And when I mean she, I mean the computer. Yeah, the And, like, when she was talking, it was so pretty. It was just like... Yeah, I like your music. was real cool. The rest of the music was... It felt so, like, stocky. Yeah, I like the carnival-sounding music at the very beginning when they go to walk into the room. Yeah. yeah, that was weird. For the musician in the room, I literally never pay attention to the music. <laughs> <laughs> some of it's actually pretty good. Yeah, good. <laughs> I don't pay attention to the music unless it's in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I'm so sex sad. Bombs. So very, very sad. The sex bombs are awesome. The, uh, yeah, excuse you. Excuse. They are the sex bomb arms. Sorry. Right. How silly of me. You, yeah. How silly of you. Um. Yeah, this episode just felt like such a throwaway. Like, they were trying to wrap up the series. They wanted it to be over. Let's just do an episode about a guy and his computer. It felt like a filler episode. Like a mi- mil- middle of the, like, season filler episode. Yeah, kind of. Because it was just a quick, easy script that I'm assuming someone sent into him. And you were just kind of like, yeah. But how do Donkey? What, did you, what made it stand out for the people who liked it compared to other episodes? It was funny. Was it really just the humor? Yeah. 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 I mean, there wasn't much else. It was kind of boring. I like the music in it. But it was funny. So you so prefer humorous episodes to non-humorous episodes? 100%. Not even close. I think I think that with... Uh, if you screw up a humorous episode, you still have some of that, like, ironic that was supposed to be funny type thing. Yeah. yeah. And then... But if you screw up a serious episode, and unless you, like, really screw it up with, like, awful acting and all that, it can just it can just end up boring a lot more easily. Yeah. I, I agree with There's you. There's no saving grace with, like, bad serious episodes, but bad funny 
funny episodes are gonna be funny either way. Yeah. But they're still bad. Yeah, but it's still funny. It's, it's like, like they're better laughing. they're better than the worst though. Like the worst like Like I am an iconomy black. Yeah, this is worse. Yeah, that was just that was far worse than this. I think that episode would have been good if the main character would have been of color. Mm. It might have been cooler if it was like the past or something. It would have been better if it was a funny episode. You can listen to us talk more about that on our episode, I Am the Night, Color Me Black, which is not deleted. Yeah. It's still on our website. It should have been deleted. (laughs) Yeah, no, I picked the the bad one to delete, huh? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You picked the best one. I don't know if that's our best episode. That's one of our It was the best episode that we reviewed. Yeah, it doesn't count. It's not in our official listings because it's not Twilight Zone. That's fine. I don't care. Um, (laughs) yeah, so some of us liked it, some of us didn't. And I think we addressed that. Yeah. Sure. Now it's time for. Bios and trivia. Oh, I, I like forgot what the jingle was. <laughs> I was like, oh. Can I'm going to drag my keyboard out here one week. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'll play it right now. need an encore. Do, do, do. This episode was written by Bernard Scott. God damn it, son. Scarfield. I don't know if that's how you say it. That name. literally sounds like you just made up a name. Um. Yeah, it was a bunch of old raunch- He's only written a bunch of raunchy old crap other than this. That's okay, pretty much it. Me too. I'm trying my best. Yeah, no, it's Do okay. It just surprised me. Directed by Richard Donner. This is the second of six episodes he'll be doing. What was... Guess what the other episode he did was. I don't know. Tell me. Word. Come wander with me. That's oh, such a good one. episode. That's a good one. Uh, this guy's very famous. He directed Lethal Weapon. He directed Superman. Wait, oh, Lethal, Weapon Lethal Weapon 5? Lethal Weapon 5? the first <laughs> Lethal Weapon. Wait, which Superman movie? Like the 1978 Superman one. That's a good one? This this guy's like ridiculously famous. You guys should definitely look him up or go back to our episode on our second episode ever. Uh, come on with me where we talk extensively about him and our bios and trivia. And you should really episode. check out the one and only Lethal Weapon 5. Yeah, dude. Really important. That he did not. What is the name? What is Featuring the name such that? great names as Mac. <laughs> Mac. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's, a, it's, a, it's always a sunny and fun. Oh, Because huh. they direct their own oh, Lethal Weapon 5. Does he uh, jump off a building at one point? Probably. I think he does the I don't remember. Probably. No, no. He gets pushed out a window and it's released as a dummy that gets pushed out a window. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> Uh, moving on to the actors, Wally Cox played James Elwood. He's dead. He died very <laughs> young. How young? Like forties. Didn't he have a heart attack? Yeah, something like that. He played. Nice. He was Underdog in the famous cartoon Underdog. Is I the only one who watched Underdog? A little I while? watched the movie when it was in. Ah, uh, yeah, I watched the movie. I don't. My, my dad loves that show. That's his like ringtone on his phone. <laughs> yeah, Underdog's played by. I've seen like a couple episodes. Like, Wait, really. is Underdog, was he Superman's dog? No, that's oh, correct on. I loved that show. And connecting us to our favorite member of the Twilight Zone, Robbie the Robot. Uh, he was, we definitely talked about Robbie the Robot, we right? Not. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. the space guy. Yeah, we have, we've mentioned him in we mentioned him. Because oh, what episodes yeah. was he in? He was in... Robbie the Robot has definitely been discussed on this television program. Is it a robot or a 
person whose nickname is Robbie the Robot. It's a it's a it's like a proper robot. He's definitely right. been on a few episodes. From Smash Brothers? Regardless, Rob. regardless, he was in Lost in Space. No, you know, maybe we didn't talk about Robbie the Robot. We've we never talked about Robbie the Robot. What is the what is the one show that we always come back to? It's like The Exorcist 2, and then there's a show that everybody is on. I don't know. Oh, yeah, we do. There's one that we always comes back to. Wasn't it MASH? No, it's not, no, MASH. It's not MASH. Anyway, he's in Lost in Space. It was, so it was, uh, wasn't it 12 Angry Men? Yes, it was 12 Angry Men. Uh, interesting fact about Wally Cox, he was best friends with Marlon Brando, uh, from, uh, Street Carning Desire fame. Ah, oh, that's right. And The Godfather. But, uh, and Marlon Brando has gone on record in saying if Wally Cox was a woman, he would be his soulmate. Fueling some rumors that they were involved in a homosexual relationship with one another, although it was never confirmed. (laughs) You don't just say that about actually that's a lie. Uh, Marlon Brando also (laughs) said he was (laughs) the love of his life. (laughs) uh, Oh, no, yeah, you don't say that about your best friend. (laughs) They did live together for a while as well. Yeah, that's. But that's merely speculation. Wally Cox's family, if you're listening. Ralph Tagger. Tagger as Walter. He was Michael Holiday and Klondike. He's another Twilight Zone babe. Eh. He was an okay babe. It was too. I I thought his hair was too short. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sue Randall as Millie. Do we think she's a Twilight Zone oh, babe? Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. She's. Too I thought the blonde woman was more of a babe than Millie. Yeah, you right. Don't you have to have a blonde to be a babe? That's true. You do Did have to be featured. Did she say something? She, no. no, she didn't. Are you have to be featured to be a babe. She was featured. Yeah. She did have a line because she, she said that I'm. She was like, "Do I look like I'm on a diet?" She go. was Twilight Zone. Boom. Anyway, Sue Randall, born, raised, and died in Philadelphia, PA. Dang. Local girl. She played Miss Alice in Leave It to Beaver, one of the coolest shows of all time. Not very, really, but it is very influential. Show. A very yeah. important first but. sitcom. This is one of three Twilight Zone episodes she will be in. Oh wow! Now for my meaty, girthy trivia section. Mm-hmm. What, a, what about the the blonde girl? Is she not listed? She's not important enough for her, in my eyes. Dang. 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 From the international movie database, the phrases that don't make sense, the gibberish, translate into stories by Russian author Leonid Andreev. Both about women's sexuality and both very taboo stories for the time. That's kind of dope. They're very like, they're very like pro women's sexuality stories. So I thought oh, that was cool. I just thought there we go. Feminism in the Twilight Zone. That's reaching. Guess what day this episode came out on in 1964? Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Same title. You monster. something 500 I thought it was just 
red sports car. Well, that's not a model. That's like, not a model mm, car. It's a blue sports car. Well, it's like the it's the because it's like series. a it's like a like a Camaro Z. Well, make and model. It's a make, right? It's a make, and make model. And model. Yeah. But um, yeah, it wouldn't come out to the public for another two years. But prototypes were I don't know if being shown, but it was like part of. I feel like it could have been just the body of the car. Well, too. yeah. Do we ever see it? No. no, we never see it. It's oh, just, then it's fine. It's just the name. It's just I, thought, I thought it was well, like, and we were trying Hyundai to discuss a goof. Yeah, goof. yeah. Historical goof. Well, like, Hyundai released a car that they said they're working on, but, like, it's not released to the public yet. Yeah. It was, like, it's only released to event people for cars. Yeah. From Wikipedia, the most trusted web source on the interwebs. Though this is the last episode with music from Nathan Van Cleve. He's like the primary music guy for all these Twilight Zone episodes. And they say the word debug, possibly the first time in television history that the phrase was used. Interesting. And then from unlocking a door to a television classic by Martin Grahams Jr. This was the pilot to a, a TV show that was going to have a few seasons on CBS. That would have been so no. good. Absolutely. Leave it to <laughs> It would be young Sheldon. No, it would just be, no, it would be Wally and Agnes yeah, and the escapades they get into together. Oh. The schemes. Uh, Agnes costed $600 to build in 1964. Yes. In translation, how much would that be? It would be f- around $5,000 today. That is Ooh. bad for that. That actually doesn't sound that bad. No. You can do the same thing with like, cardboard. That is bios well, and trivia. <laughs> you yeah, said they needed it to light up. <laughs> I could buy a, a, a decent car with $5,000. That is true. You get a good car for that, dude. I need a new car. Oh. A <laughs> new a lot. car. My car just got fixed, so I'm fine. Moving on to my favorite segment, what ripped this off? I have one on. That's what I was going to say. I need to take it before someone does. Okay. You know, Plankton and his wife and Spongebob? Oh, Karen and <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I was thinking the Portal series. Yeah. Gladys. Yeah. Awesome game series. Yeah. Uh, Ex-Machina. Yeah, I was going to say, you can do any I've never seen that film. I need to see it. Yeah, Papa, we've so many movies for so much. Blade Runner in general, maybe? Yeah. Mm. Blade Runner's a stretch. Blade Runner 2049, actually, maybe more. Uh, he, does, he does hook up with a computer. He does. Yeah, that's Mr. Robot. 2001 A Space Odyssey. The computer. Yes. Sorry, Sorry, like Hal. Sorry, Hal, I can't do that for I've you. I've never seen it, but I want to see it. Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty I want to see it so bad. It's a little Dude. pretentious. I only saw the first movie. Can we have a movie night? I've tried watching that movie twice, and I've never gotten through it. It's Stanley Kubrick. It's just really long. It's really slow. Have you watched The Shining? Yeah, yes. Then you know exactly what kind of movie Stanley Kubrick makes. No. no, it's not until you watch Eyes Wide Shut Eyes you realize shut, what you kind of movie he makes. You know what kind of monster he is. You're just like, oh, pretty sure. Oh, I don't want to say anything if he gets in trouble, but I'm pretty sure he's had a bad track record with women. Oh, he, yeah. He does not like the ladies. Yeah, he's not a great Well, dude. you know what? We don't like him. Eh, Clockwork Orange is a pretty great movie. <laughs> you're not a woman, though. I, I don't think I've ever oh, seen You're right. Computer outsmarting yeah. humans. Alexa, Terminator. <laughs> Play Despacito. <laughs> but like, this is cool. This is like at the forefront of its time. This might be the first of its kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like, just thinking about like 
All the technology that's come since Technology. technology. Black Mirror? Shoot, Black Mirror probably <laughs> did rip Is this our Black Mirror episode? There's there's a new movie coming out. I saw Trailer for it. It looks really stupid. Um, but the so plot weird. is this girl it's the future and we, we don't go outside anymore. You use like a Thank program you use like a VR program where you can like hook up with people so on it. I just dope. And then he ends up she ends up falling in love with him and they're like, Oh, it's a computer but then he realizes she's like a real person and like, yes, Jamie. This is me raising my hand now. I just thought of what ripped this off so exponentially doki doki literature club yeah 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 Yeah, actually i just remembered something that ripped us off that that movie we watched a couple weeks ago upgrade upgrade i love upgrade i was also thinking wally wally's too perfect no but the bad guy's a giant computer if you say 2001 a space yeah you're right you're right because he outsmarts humans yeah that's fair I thought you were talking about Wally, and I was like, you better not hurt Dang, my boy. about that. What about movies where the main character gets cocked? <laughs> Any ideas? <laughs> I was going to say something really mean. Do it, do it, do it. Do you mean your life? I've never been cocked. I'm kidding.
give it a one. Jamie's giving it a four. Oof. Ooh. Very little. Like the redeeming qualities of it weren't redeeming enough to. Yeah, true. I agree with Jamie a hundred percent. And I feel as like a feminist, I can't give it a high rating, so I'm giving it a three. Ooh. And our average is a five point three. Making it probably near our worst ever episode of review. Should we give it a 10? Should we give it a 10? It's not too late. Excuse it. The average target is too late. Yeah. Uh, Alright. It's written down. Next week, we're going to everyone's favorite season. Please no. (laughs) Season 4, everybody. So we are watching a season 4 episode called Jezebel. Has anyone seen this episode? Nope. Yes, and... No, but... But... Just that name. Jezebel. Connor is the defending champion. He will go last. Are you doing fantasy stuff right now? I'm just scrolling on Facebook. Well, no, I'm not saying I'm angry at you. I'm saying that you better not change your lineup because I'm confident I can beat you. Regardless. Change your lineup. Let me read the opening narration, and then you guys can guess what you think the twist will be. Slash probably more what you think the larger episode will be about. Mm. Mostly twist, though. So there's not a twist in this episode? There's a twist. Yeah, there's a twist. Alright. So a twist. The Twilight Zone has existed in many lands and many times. It has its roots in history, in something that happened long, long ago and got told about and handed down from one generation of folk to the other. In telling the story, in the telling the story gets... Wait, what? In the telling, the story gets added to and embroidered on so that what might have happened in the time of the Druids is told as if it took yes- place yesterday in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Such stories are best told by an elderly grandfather on a cold winter's night by fireside in the southern hills of the Twilight Zone. Cool. <laughs> Just imagine, like, old Rod Sterling. <laughs> Who's Rod Sterling? Yeah, I don't know who Rod Sterling is. Who's Rod Sterling? <laughs> Alright, so, Connor goes last. Who would like to go first? Okay. Ashley. Alright, well, I think, especially because her name is really weird, too, I think what's going to happen in the episode is it's going to be a woman's, like, life or whatever, but it's going to be kind of following the storyline of an old folktale, and that either she's going to realize that or she's not, but I think it would be interesting if she realized it, I guess. Okay. So this episode is going to be about an immortal woman who has lived forever, and they're just telling stories about her life, and she's going to knock on the door. I, I don't know why I'm, this is not the actual answer. I'm actually trying to, like, think of the point. So, so no, it's about an immortal woman. I'm just going to stick with that. Sorry. Um, so I feel like, based on the description and the title, it's about um, the story of Jezebel from the Bible, and I think she was the woman who tempted Jesus, or something like that. Or maybe she had to... I forget. I know she fell out of a window. <laughs> anyway, um, but something, like, it's going to take place in within that story. There's going to be, like, aliens or something. Okay. Could you read the description? It's much more. Oh, I forget Corey has to go too. You forget Corey has to win. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Corey, I already have one for oh, my well, thing. Oh, well, she has to show nothing to do with me. Uh, to show what I know. Okay. 
Mine might be bad, so if Connor's is good enough, you might use that one. So, I heard the word druids. Yeah. And I heard a woman's name. Yeah. <laughs> something about being immortal or something. That's okay. what I said. Something like that. So, Undertaker used to have a tattoo on his neck. It said Sarah. <laughs> and when that was his wife, when they got divorced, he literally like put like a block of black around it for a while. So, we're going to say that meant she died. She didn't. We're going to say that meant she died. So, Jezebel is going to die. Wait, wait, wait. I have another theory. Oh, sorry. And we're watching Unforgiven 2007. Nice. <laughs> right. So, I have picture. another theory. This has So, right. Jezebel's actually a doll. I'm going to be watching Annabelle. Creepy, but wrong. <laughs> Connor. <laughs> oh, I... I, I haven't the faintest clue, but I have a I have a WWE connection. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh man! So uh, the blue you said the Blue Ridge Mountains, right? <laughs> I did. Blue you bosses. know you know where the Blue Ridge Mountains run? Through the Carolinas and Tennessee. You know who is currently a mayor in Tennessee? Kane. The Big Red Machine, Kane, Libertarian Kane. <laughs> <laughs> we so uh, we are watching. What paper are you watching? <laughs> Some. I don't know. No, it should be the pay-per-view where he was mayor. That was Extreme Rules a few months ago. He wrestled as mayor. Yeah, mayor. So we are watching Extreme Rules 2018 with Mayor Kane. That was not a good. I'm sorry, Connor, but we have a new champion. It is Corey Arnold. (laughs) (laughs) He was the closest. This episode's about a woman who hires a witch to make her ex-boyfriend fall in love with her. Why am I so good? (laughs) Why am I so dumb? You're not dumb. You You told me about it. I'm not telling you about it. It's creepy. It, it gets creepy. It involves like, the doll and immortal. One of those would be great. It gets pretty creepy. Like it's kind of like Love on a Leash. She's like a oh, leopard. No. She's a leopard between uh, dusk to dawn. But she's so a woman. Shrek. She's a woman. Yeah, I was going to say Shrek. Hey, 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 now, hey, now. That's for what ripped us off. Spoilers. As always, we finish with the question of the week. So, everyone tell me your worst experience with a computer. I have a good one. I, I'll go first so everyone can ruminate. Um, as all young men do, oh, no. the internet is full <laughs> with various websites that may not be appropriate for all. Mm. And young men, you know, not young men, let's say like, oh, let's yeah. say like preteen men. Preteen Ben was interested in these said websites that may hold pictures of and videos of things that are not clean. And preteen Ben went on the wrong one and got a scary message from the government (laughs) saying, You owe us a thousand dollars for watching pornography. Oh no. And it scared the crap out of me. So I had to finesse the way to kind of trick my parents to like, I don't know where I got this virus. Like, can you help me get it on my computer? And they knew. They definitely knew. So Stephen Rebecca Blam, I'm sorry for I'm sorry for making you find out your son watches porn. So that was my worst computer memory. But was it good? The the screen? No, the screen scared me. I didn't end up paying anything to the scammer. I can't remember if it was good. It was like ten years ago. I think you would remember the the video that gave you a virus, so you would have to click on that one next time. 
Alright, anybody have their, uh... I think the only bad computer stories I have are when my computer is trying to update and it takes like an hour and it's stuck on 24% for 30 minutes. Dude, Windows oh. 10 is a bad thing. Dude. It's awful. Let me talk to you about Windows 10. <laughs> so, my worst computer story, it happens like once or twice a year when a Windows 10 update just wrecks my computer and I have to bring it back from the brink of death. So I do that twice a year. <laughs> nice. So that's great. Solid. Yeah. I play League of Legends. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So, uh, before, at, at home, we got a new printer this summer, and hence we have the one in our living room now, which is my old one. But before, I had to use that printer, which was connected to our family PC, which ran Windows Vista. Yes! Whoa! Like, now it's still it's, It still has. We That's still incredible. Have it. Dude, we Windows Vista is awesome. We got it in 2007. It's incredible. And by like 2000, by, by like the middle of high school, I was afraid to try and print anything on that computer. It's <laughs> awesome, dude. So, yeah, that computer is still, it's awesome. still there for some reason, it's even though we have a family laptop now. I think that nice. computer's going bye-bye. Oh. No. But it's for the best. No one uses desktops anymore. They're going obsolete. They desktop Desktop-ito. Des- <laughs> Desktop-ito. Ashley, what is your worst computer well, story? Well, speaking of really bad computers, mine is also actually a laptop. So my very first laptop I got from my cousin was a huge Dell. And, like, it was probably as big as your backpack. It was huge. Nice. But it was super old, and your girl would download... Tons of pictures of, like, One Direction and stuff. <laughs> so, Virus City. So, it was Virus City. You didn't download them straight from Google? Sometimes I did. I was, like... <laughs> Free tools. Did you ever have Bonsai Buddy? I didn't know. What? Did you never have Bonsai Buddy? No. Dude, Bonsai Buddy's the greatest. It was, it was, like, it was Adele, and... But anyway, it was Adele. So Adele. it was. It she was. Adele. Adele. Dude, nice. I also downloaded like Slenderman on it. That probably killed it. Actually, <laughs> that, that probably did it too. Um, so I would be online, and all of a sudden my mouse would be like, "You know what? I'm tired of this," and it would just go right up to the corner and exit out of my window. Really? Mm-hmm. Sounds like somebody was. I was yeah, that's. That yeah. sounds like somebody had like a screen share thing, and they got. Administrative power over your computer. Well, like, so my mouse, I think it was my mouse, like, because I had a pad, a tra- you know, like the trackpads, mm-hmm. and I would, like, try to move it, and it would just move, like, it would be delayed, it'd, like, have a lag, so I think uh, I muted it too. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever play the Scary Maze game? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, the video. The jump scare at the end. Yeah, yeah that's the like, one where you have to get it through the maze and that's the chick from the yeah. exorcist. I just yeah. have relics of the internet. That, like, Oof. made me afraid of the internet. Old, and, like, old computer memes like that used to, like, make me cry. Dude, like, yeah. there, there was, like, a Freddy Krueger flash game, right? Do you remember a, Do you remember AddictingGames.com? Yes. Yes. yes! I still go on it. It's Dude, fun. I was definitely afraid of Freddy Krueger. Still kind of am, low-key. <laughs> and it was like a Flash game. It was like terrible graphics, but it would like make me cry. Oh! <laughs> it was so bad. Do y'all remember... Uh, do y'all remember... What was it? The World's Hardest Game, where you had to just... I've moved heard, the, I've heard, I try to forget about it. It wasn't like when balls were going across the yeah. yeah. It just so had to do a dot. And like it avoid balls. It was definitely the Dark Souls of computer it was flash the games. Dark Souls No, no, no. Games. The Dark Souls is the, the world's hardest game of uh Oh god. Of, you regular the console gaming. <laughs> <sighs> and with that, another Rod Squad is in the books. 
We'll reconvene two weeks from now to get some Jezebel action on. No, I'm not ready. And then after that, we're not season four. Yeah. It is an hour. And I have to watch it on Hulu, which has commercials. It's going to make it even longer. We have Hulu. Without commercials. You could also watch it. Illegally. Hey. But we don't condone. Yeah, we don't. We don't condone no. Ashley's bad practice. This is why my computer was hacked. <laughs> Before we bounce off, Jamie, tell the lovely people at home now how they can reach us. You Whoa. can find us on Twitter at the Rod Squad Twenty Two, on Tumblr at the Rod Squad, but the E in the is missing. I just realized it this it's, week. It's the Rod Squad. It's Rod Squad. Rod Tumblr. Dot com. And as always, our Facebook page. Uh, the Rod Squad. Yeah, I think it's facebook.com slash the Serling Squad. Yeah. And yeah, you can probably update the Tumblr page, like the URL. No, the Rod Squad's taken. Uh, Email us. Did you try the Rod Squad 22? Email us at therodsquad22 at gmail.com. Give us suggestions on what to do. Tell us how much we suck. Tell us how to live our lives, because we're all failing miserably. Thank you.